is just one thing I need. And I, I can't sing, guys. I just want. How the heck does it go? Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey guys, it's your host Emma Desam, and we're back with our fourth episode of Before, Before We, we Make, Make It. it. Whoop. Super happy to be back. Christmas it's been edition. a few weeks, so we cannot wait to talk about all things Christmas. We have a lot of good stuff for today's episode. Yes. Hallmark movies, oh awkward stories, being productive on break. Let's do this. So segment one, reality check. It's been a couple weeks since we've been with y'all and we really apologize for that. You know, we got to take a break after finals. For sure. And if you can't tell, our audio quality has increased significantly. <laughs> so let's just talk about how this even happened. Cause it wasn't like we got, a, it wasn't like there was a new mic involved. Oh gosh. I got this really expensive mic guys. It's like a standard for most podcasters. It basically was plugged into my laptop every time I was recording an episode, but I didn't go to system preferences and actually change the input and output. <laughs> so it was just sitting there like a prop and I didn't actually ever use it. So I was recording from my MacBook speakers this whole time, mm -hmm. didn't realize that our quality could be this good. So here we are back with <laughs> another episode that An is ASMR like ASMR microphone thousand honestly. times better. It yeah. So good. <laughs> Guys, I mean, you could hear that, right? <laughs> so I'm going to not drink coffee at all during this episode because you can hear it super loud. Literally, yeah. this mic picks up every single little thing. So, yeah. But it sounds so good. Like, ugh. In true Emma fashion, you know, she walked in with this huge thing of like water <laughs> from Starbucks, super extra, and <laughs> the then of course coffee. iced coffee. Gotta have it. So, reality check. What have we been up to? Both of us have been back home. We're from the same hometown in South Texas. If you know, it's close to the border. And we've just been enjoying our family time as well as trying to catch up on everything after maybe indulging in a little bit too much relaxation after finals. What about you, Emma? Yeah, so I have been basically just at home for the past two weeks. We finished finals mm -hmm. super recently. And since then, I'm trying to just catch up with life in general. <laughs> I've been doing some work for Cosmo. So that's been super fun. Just talking Yay. to some editors there. My first article gets published next week. So I'm so excited about it. It's going to be about bed frames. So guys, if you're looking for bed <laughs> frames, I wrote a whole article and it's going to be really fun. And awesome. I've just been like spending time with family, watching movies, watching a lot of TV shows that have come out recently. And it's just been great to relax. Honestly, I've needed this break for a long time. So <laughs> it's been wonderful. And then the work is going to start right after this Christmas week, just like going into job applications and things like that. So yeah, that's been my life recently. Other things that I've been up to, um, exercising has been one of those things because obviously like during finals, it's so freaking hard to prioritize your health. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been really trying to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's been pretty much it. Okay. So this is our truly obsessed segment. We're going to talk about all the things that we've been loving recently from music, food, drinks. Desam's going to take it away with what looks like an amazing wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. Okay. So... I don't know if you are ever inspired to hop in a hot, bubbly jacuzzi in the cold time. It's not even cold in Texas, but for me, I'm a warm-blooded creature, and I get freezing when it's like below 60 degrees, which is pitiful, I know. <laughs> and so 
We went to Messina Hof recently, and there was this sparkling almond wine slash mm, champagne. So good. It's so amazing, and it pairs really well with a dip in the jacuzzi. So that has to be my <laughs> favorite. And I'm such a lightweight, so I can't even drink much. But when I do, it wants it has to be something sweet and bubbly and fruity, and of course, a little girly. So it was actually sweet. Yeah, it's sweet, yeah. and it's actually so good because the nutty flavor, like, really just I don't know, like it makes your taste buds dance. Mm, if you I could th- see what oh I'm saying. <laughs> They're gonna say like, oh, it pairs so well with cheese crackers. Oh my fruit. gosh! But it's like, no, it pairs really well with this, a dip in jacuzzi. Yeah, no, no, that's been like kind of you know my thing. I love so, that. I want to try it. Yeah, for sure. But anyways, my song right now. I know it's like a little bit sad, but the thing is. As y'all know, like I'm obsessed with JP Sachs and Julia Michaels, obviously them together, like if the world is ending right, like multiple platinum record, like they are killing it together as a pop couple, whatever. And so Kissing in the Cold is a Christmas song they wrote and it's so good. I've been playing it on repeat because it doesn't have like the cheesy festive vibes that, you know, like I love my old traditional like Mariah Carey, but this has some sort of oomph to it that I really love. So yeah. No, it sounds amazing. Um, As far as anything I've been loving, okay, this is something that if you follow Kenzie Elizabeth, you've definitely heard of this. Everybody I feel like has been getting it, like YouTubers and stuff, but it is basically the vanilla sweet cream cold brew from Starbucks. Mm. And instead of vanilla, you get peppermint syrup. So you sub the vanilla for peppermint. Ooh. It is so good it just tastes like a sweet candy cane but like coffee you still get like that super strong cold brew it is delicious please get it from starbucks i've been getting that literally like every day for some reason i have like all these starbucks points so it's been (laughs) it's been amazing and also honey lavender lattes have been my love as of recently super sweet and i definitely don't think that they actually caffeinate you but they're (laughs) delicious since i've been loving that and trying different like coffee drinks and then for music I have been on a hosier kick and I don't know where it came from, but he came out with an album, I think in 2019 called Wasteland Baby. If you guys mm. listen to Hosier, you know this. He is so good. Like he's obviously from Ireland, an incredible singer. He has this super strong cinematic voice and all of his songs sound like they should be on Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Seriously, like amazing. And I, I was going through a little bit of a, a music hiatus, if you will. I couldn't <laughs> find any new music. I just like, honestly despise relatable yeah I despise trying to find new songs because I couldn't find anything that I actually enjoyed and then Hosier just came in and like yes the album came out a long time ago but I am like so about it it's freaking amazing B Would That I Shrike those are some amazing songs and then of course Evermore by Taylor Swift came out like oh let's take a second for this one oh my god okay like here's the thing i freaked out i literally freaked out because i was still like when folklore came out it was a big thing okay like i was obsessed with it learned literally all the lyrics to every single song so good and it was the fall 2020 vibe like i mean we played it in our apartment nonstop Mm -hmm. in my car nonstop and then this like evermore just came out of nowhere like (laughs) It was right when I needed something from Taylor Swift, but I couldn't expect that of her because it's yeah. like, you just came out with this incredible album. How could you put together more songs? She wins she, like Productivity Award 2020. No, seriously. Like, oh, and then the caption when she announced it, she was like, we just couldn't stop writing songs. So we decided oh. to put out a whole other album. Like, oh my God. For her Willow, birthday too. Yeah, for her birthday. It was like, you guys need to listen to it if you haven't heard Evermore yet. My favorite songs personally are Cowboy Like Me. So mm. good. Obviously, Willow is super good. I think I like every single song except for Closure. Closure kind of scares mm. me in the beginning, but <laughs> have you, like, actually listened to the full, the full album? I have not. So sad. I wanted oh God, to, but... 
Dude, no, you have to okay. listen to it. It's so good. It's so good. You know what? I want to like love the lyrics and yes. really like taste uh, them whenever I listen to them. My God. I don't know. I don't know if y'all can relate. No, for real. Because savor the lyrics. No, like no, I, I understand. I legitimately just cannot listen to music for the first time if it's like an artist that I absolutely adore. Yeah. Like just doing errands or something. Like I have to like sit down mm-hmm. and listen and dissect and actually like hear the little beats and the little instrumentals. Yeah. Which I love. That's literally what I did. I sat yes. on my like I sat at midnight when it came out and I just got hot chocolate and I listened to it all the <laughs> way through. Like no distractions. I, I closed love my it. eyes. Because with Taylor Swift, like you have to actually listen to the lyrics through and through. Yeah, I they're just, like poetry. Yeah, that's I just, what I'm saying. That's what a lot of people have been doing. They've been putting up like YouTube videos of themselves, like analyzing all the lyrics. <laughs> but it was so good. Like really so and truly, so proud of her. And that's mm-hmm. going to be the album of 2021 going into January. <sighs> it's crazy. Champagne problems. I love that one that too. Good. It's, so it's very deep. soft music, and like I feel like a lot of people think that all the songs sound indie. really. They think that it sounds really similar, like the entire album, all the songs, but. I don't care because like every single song has its own beautifulness. So <laughs> you're not a true fan if you don't recognize the uniqueness of each song, guys. Truly, truly. Okay, so favorite Christmas traditions. Christmas is such a time that takes me back to childhood because I remember when I was younger and I never have been like that family to just, you know, go crazy on gifts and have a million to open on Christmas Day. But nevertheless, like it's always been about just the anticipation, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, like food is always great, of course, but my parents, like we eat a lot of Korean food in our household and Mm -hmm. it's never truly diversified on Christmas. It's always just like something special and delicious, whatever. We normally have. We just have, like my mom obviously makes like the best Korean barbecue Mm -hmm. and all these different types of things. And that's obviously like very Americanized too nowadays. Mm -hmm. But with Christmas, my biggest thing is just the anticipation of waking up on Christmas morning and having like hot chocolate with peppermint bark. Those are my favorite things. Candy canes melting into the hot chocolate. And of course, wrapping up presents and getting presents for other people. Yeah. What do you normally do like on Christmas morning? Like, do you guys just like stay here or do you go? I mean, because you don't have any family. Yeah, I know. Yeah, guys. Little backstory, like all my family is in like South Korea. So I just have my immediate family here in Texas. And what we usually do is wake up, all get together and get like the little iPhone cameras out or whatever and just <laughs> video cam our surprises I guess Aww. and we always do gifts for each other and so it's always a lot of fun just leading up to it and brainstorming and wrapping and mm-hmm. also seeing like the gifts accumulate over time but yeah. what about you? Well actually I was gonna ask you super quick did, yeah. did you like grow up being told about like Sienna or like oh my god, always like very straightforward with you about like yeah no guys like it's us <laughs> um, sorry oh my gosh bubble pop come to Target and pick out your gifts like Oh my gosh. So I've never been the one to like spoilers. So I never like wanted to pick out my own gift. Like it had to be a surprise, whatever. Mm -hmm. And Santa, yes, I did believe in Santa. Mm -hmm. Just like I believed in Hogwarts, like legit sixth grade hit. And I thought I was going to get a letter from Hogwarts and I was going to be this like (laughs) literal Hermione Granger. Like that was my (laughs) aspiration at, you know, 11 years old. But yeah, when did that bubble pop for you? I don't even remember exactly when it happened, but I do remember always believing in Santa. And I think even after my parents Mm. told me, or they didn't ever sit us down and tell us like, hey guys, like, so the myth is up. Like, I'm sorry, it's us this whole time. (laughs) But I like to believe that there was someone out there, Mm. like a Santa Claus, you know, that 
looked after like every single kid and brought presents, you know, just like that childish wonder sort of deal. I still tried to pretend that it was real, at least for a little bit. Mm. I think it might've been like middle school or something. I realized like, okay, there's no way (laughs) this is real. Um, I've come to terms with it. It's fine. (laughs) But sometimes I think obviously with the little kids in your family, you kind of just have to like keep it going just for that Christmas magic. But as far as like what we do for Christmas, I don't even know what we're going to do this year just because like COVID and everything. Yeah. Um, But typically we will, yeah, stay safe. We, my brother actually gets in today from Jersey. So oh, he's, he's in the Navy. He's, oh, he's in the Air Force. Air Force. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, my bad. no, it's, so he's getting in today and we're going to go to Whataburger and because he hasn't had Whataburger in forever. It's a Texas thing. Mm. Um, if you are not aware, but I'm pretty sure everybody. Oh, my knows God. That. My brother's obsessed with the barbecue sandwich. Yeah. He literally wrote that as this like essay to get into heart, like Stanford. Stanford. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Um, it Harvard, was all Stanford, about Whataburger. Air Force, Navy. <laughs> like, you don't really know each other anymore. No, so. no. I swear. We, we got close, okay? Like, so Navy's not super. Yeah, different, but like whatever, whatever, you know. (laughs) Anyway, so we basically just like try to do a bunch of Christmas lights. We go to see Christmas lights near, it's not like in our hometown exactly, but it's like in the area. So we'll go see the Christmas lights there, drink hot chocolate, the whole deal. Mm. And we also just try to watch like a lot of Christmas movies. So like Home Alone, Marathon, Hallmark movies, things like that. And then for Christmas Eve, we normally have our entire family over. So it'll be like both my mom's uh, and dad's side and it's a huge party it's super fun we basically cook everything that we do for thanksgiving and mm. then plus like tamales and ham <gasps> and like more christmas cookies and cakes and just uh, it's it's a lot of food Can you invite me over for love Dude, you're invited over no you come like if we do anything oh but, my gosh um, yeah i mean i don't know what we're gonna do this year obviously but it'll be fine like whatever you know, it is that we decide to do. Yeah. But it's really nice just to like be with family. And Cozy. a lot of the times like family we haven't seen in an entire year, yeah. but it's always nice to reconnect and just like enjoy the time. And Christmas morning. Carols. We, yeah. We'll, <laughs> we're not that cheesy, but <laughs> no, we, we do listen to like random like Christmas jazz and stuff and obviously like Spanish Christmas music, but yeah. it's fun. And then on Christmas morning, which I'm excited because I think this year it's on a Friday, like Ooh, off, just goes right into the weekend. That's actually very true. Yeah. yeah. So Christmas morning, we wake up pretty early. It used to be that we would wake up before our parents, you know, like you get excited mm-hmm. and you're like trying to wake your parents up to get like up and start opening presents. But now oh. my parents wake up like way before us and they're trying to get us up and we're just like, oh, I know you got me. <laughs> How the tables it's, have turned. It's really a blessing to have parents that, you know, are excited about Christmas morning mm-hmm. and, you know, want us to get up and see you know see what's under the tree and stuff but yeah we'll just like make coffee and we'll sit in the living room and all kind of just open presents and we always do like one present that we open on Christmas Eve oh I love nice. that it's like a little you know peak yeah but, we started doing that as well like last year I think yeah but when, no, then it turned into like my dad <laughs> my dad would get excited after opening one and then he would just open all of his presents on Christmas Wait, Eve what? and I'm like bro like what are you gonna have to open tomorrow like it's just and we do the stockings oh, also it's just oh, it's all so it's cute. all fun I'm so excited and honestly like the best thing about Christmas is gonna sound so cheesy but I love seeing other people's reactions to whatever I got them that's so true and then we normally go to the movies too we're going to see Wonder Woman I think like my family rented out the theater for the next day. What? Oh my god! Yeah, and so I'm excited. Also, they're bougie guys. guys. <laughs> There's a new movie coming out called Soul. It's a Pixar movie, Ooh. and it's going to be released on Christmas Day. So we're planning to watch it. 
And it's going to be so good. It's going to be free on Disney Plus. Oh, I'm excited. Even though I don't know if it's going to be cold at all. Like, yeah. I feel like it's going to be, you know, always super hot here. Guys, where we are, <laughs> it's not even a green Christmas. It's like a dead Christmas. It's, it's dry and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like Literally. to pretend that it's, you know, very Christmassy and cold here, but it's really not. Like the other day um, when I posted the q and or no, it wasn't Q&A. It was holiday this or that on the uh-huh. Before You Make It Instagram. It was like... Uh, oh, snowy yeah. adventures outside or <laughs> a day in it's like we don't even have snow here not even close so not like not even close I was like I'm just aiming this towards the people that I guess aren't in Texas yeah but I wish that we had snow. I think what was it like three years ago that there was snow okay yeah but that was well, so funny guys because you, you were in college station yeah it was literally like a frost like there was a snow front that mm-hmm. swept over Texas people actually drove down to the valley literally to see it from college station and they missed like the huge snowstorm in college mm-hmm. station here it was like literally a couple <laughs> inches like couldn't even make a snow no, man. It, it was, was yeah, it was just ice. But it still marked history for us, <laughs> for sure. So let's talk Hallmark movies. Oh my gosh. They just put you in a good mood. They make you mm-hmm. happy. They make you feel like everything is whimsical yeah. and kind of like glossy because there's always a pretty plot. There's always the girl meets the guy and they fall in love and everything is so beautiful around <laughs> them. And there's the first snow falls and they kiss, whatever. Oh. And I feel like it's very necessary. We were saying how it's a source of escapism during COVID because like yeah. that's been the main thing. Even with like Emily in Paris, for example, so many people are writing articles about how it's just so, it's so cheesy and we know it. And it there's is. a ton of shows that are like that. But I feel like we need to just give ourselves that chance to yeah. kind of dream a little bit and not watch something that's going to get us in a bad mood or watch something that's super suspenseful. <laughs> you know, the stuff is good, but I think it's nice to kind of escape sometimes with, with yeah. these cute little like idealistic shows. No, they also show like some aspects of more of like the human side of things mm-hmm. because I was watching recently, shoot, I forget what it was called. A but Hallmark movie or just like a show? A Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. And they were showing, you know, like there's always some family tension. Like yeah. the kids don't get along with a dad or something or the girl is super single and then alone forever <laughs> until she meets a man of her dreams, she, of course. Yeah. <laughs> there is like a part of life that is like very like painted prettily, romantically, if you look at it that way. Mm-hmm. So Hallmark just shows like that more like positive, optimistic perspective mm-hmm. on a slightly realistic slightly life, um, I guess. Yeah, honestly, I, I will say for a long time, I didn't watch Hallmark movies just because it bugged me that they were so, it seemed that they were so <laughs> far from reality. Like if, yeah, you, I get if that. you look at where like we are from, again, like we keep talking about it, but it's very hot, very dry. It doesn't feel Christmassy. And then in these <laughs> movies, they're living in these beautiful winter wonderland towns. Yeah, literally like, it looks like, like it's New Disney York World. It's insane. And so, oh my gosh, I watched this one with, it was from the actress who plays Haley in One Tree Hill. Oh. And so she basically, uh, her and her family own an inn and they uh-huh. just, they just opened it. And then she falls in love with like a guy who is actually a hotel slash like inn critic or something like that. Oh my like gosh. That. Yeah. <laughs> and it was this whole thing and they just live in this beautiful like fake winter wonderland. Mm. There's Christmas decorations everywhere they go. Dang. They start celebrating Christmas like a month in advance. Oh my god! I want to live there. Like I want that to be my <laughs> life and it kind of oh. just, I don't know. I've been just like loving dreaming a little bit, but for yeah. a while it was kind of hard to lean into the Hallmark movies because yeah. like, guys, like how <laughs> how is this real like what are you gonna do when Christmas ends because it's all like leading up to Christmas day normally uh-huh. with those kind of movies and so, so true you're kind of just like um yeah what comes after and so <laughs> I guess like there's a note on our on our little dog that's like talking about how idealistic these movies yeah. are in painting these fake happy endings and like (laughs) it's just interesting because we 
and the people who produce these movies too probably like already believe in the fact that okay like you know there's love stories and then there's like realistic you know yeah like, yeah no and so I think that's that, what they're known for though it's like their for brand sure. <laughs> yeah I, th- I think it's just cool that people see this need for conjuring up these stories that we yeah. kind of can watch and sort of have a, a hope in I guess mm-hmm. even though like yes we know they are glamorized you know, glamorized done in like a fake Hollywood set it's just nice it's nice to like lean into it <laughs> oh my gosh I just saw your like penguin socks oh my god so festive <laughs> literally like Emma's wearing like a red hat red nails red. and these adorable little penguins in like Aww. Christmas sweaters with beanies on them and like reindeer ears okay <laughs> you can't get any cuter than that trying um, to be festive guys yeah but if y'all are actually looking for like a very Hallmark-esque like winter escape obviously when traveling is more available but if there's one place that I ever felt like I'm literally in snow white like a village like this is like folklore like oh. in a setting it's Prague and I really recommend it but yeah, that reminds me of the movie Anastasia it's a Disney I think it's a Disney movie yes I love that movie okay. of course she's in Russia it's an animated movie it's so old I think oh my it's gosh. like from the 90s or something but it's there's so just like snow all over the place I don't even know that it's necessarily Christmas but yeah. I love that and also Frozen the Frozen movie uh, I haven't watched the new one actually it's really good I'm so behind again once again guys just have like realistic expectations we're going into this joyous season of festivity I know sometimes Christmas can get stressful because if you have plans with people especially if you're trying to live out that fantasy and you're trying to plan cute dates with like your friends and your boyfriend and your family like gingerbread competitions and (laughs) all like you know going to see the lights and especially with COVID right now like a lot of things have been closed like there have been limitations yeah I actually saw this quote the other day that was saying like talking about how COVID was obviously the year where you felt like you lost a lot and you felt like you maybe didn't have a lot to be grateful for but then by the end of it it's like you learn to appreciate what you did have versus what you missed out on that's true and so I think that's really important to remind yourself and I'm not gonna lie I feel like a lot of people have been talking about this too just like the fact that it's the holiday season and you might feel this pressure to be super festive and doing Mm -hmm. all of these holiday things like going into the lights and drinking hot chocolate and sitting by the fireplace and building a snowman and certain like sometimes things like that simply just aren't possible due to like situational problems Um, maybe maybe you have COVID maybe your family is like being super duper safe about it or you're just not in the right headspace or you're just not in the right headspace like honestly after finals I will say that I kind of had to take time to recover just after the entire semester because Mm -hmm. you're going 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 and then it's suddenly just like okay you're done and I'm like okay are you sure like what do I have else to do so I feel like with that that's definitely a huge reason as to like why you might not feel super in the holiday spirit and there's a lot of pressure to be in the holiday spirit especially Mm -hmm. in the days leading up to Christmas because you feel like you're running out of time yeah Um, but I think that that's important just to like know that it's fine to not feel super duper happy during Mm -hmm. this joyous time or what's supposed to be a joyous time Um, and if you're looking to kind of just get out of that headspace which obviously we all want to if you're feeling that way go and do something that's really simple and chill walking yeah. around target is truly like <laughs> oh my the, gosh always the way that i <sighs> can recover mentally and emotionally i just envision your dream home yeah it's just like drive around, around, the around <laughs> look at some lights talk to someone about it try cooking we're living in a pandemic so don't put pressure on yourself to be at your happiest you are mm-hmm. most joyous like it's okay it's so totally yeah, understandable this, sure. is a, this is a holiday season like no mm-hmm. other and so no one is expecting you to be super on it like 
if you're used to dressing up glamorous for the holidays, still do it. Like, if it makes you feel yeah, good. exactly. Like getting ready can be really fun and honestly, it can be such a mood booster. I know. Take a break from social media if you oh need my gosh, it. Yes. Because oh. you might see everyone like posting cute, festive things and might feel obligated to do the same. Mm-hmm. But of course, if it's not for your own personal joy and it's not for your own personal documentation of these memories, then it's not really bringing any fruit into your life or your Mm -hmm. holiday season and wishing well for other people giving back. If there are people around you that are in need because of COVID, like so many people have lost their jobs or taking care of sick family members or even have just experiencing loss and grief, like go help them, go bake them a pie or something and spread the holiday cheer. Because if you don't feel good internally, like helping other people around you, you know, even just volunteering at a safe I don't know, food bank or something. Mm-hmm. That is such a good way to reignite that holiday cheer without feeling like so materialistic about it, you know? Yeah. And of course you can always do it after the holidays. I feel like yeah. I feel like because Christmas is obviously at the end of the year, there's all this build up leaning towards it. And it's you uh-huh. know, you finish school, you have a little bit of a break, or you're on a break from work, whatever it is. Like it's just this time where everyone is like working up to that point. Yeah. And so I feel like it's a very eye-opening time because mm-hmm. you're seeing people, you know, give more and they have like all those different uh like toys for tots, things like that. It's just a really giving time and it's a it's a, a time where you kind of see like people around me are so capable of being generous and giving their time and energy mm-hmm. to others. So I think it's something that we need to carry it's on. Inspiring. Yeah. Yeah, we need to carry it on into 2021 just because like, sure. it shouldn't be just a Christmas thing. I feel like that kind of got oh off topic. But- no, I love that. And I was literally listening to this girl talk about how if you <laughs> have put out your New Year's resolutions and like put them off for so long, let's say uh, the first 11 months of the year, mm-hmm. then a lot of people <laughs> like literally take December to scramble and be like, okay, all the things that I didn't get done, like go to the gym, all that stuff. I'm going to do it super quick so I feel a little bit more productive about 2020 <laughs> and then go into 2021 with a more refreshed mindset. Yeah. But once again, the holidays is about resting, relaxation. It's about reflecting on everything that happened this year. So don't feel as if you have to be productive. You could take a week off to do absolutely nothing but connect with yourself and your family and that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. And honestly, I think a lot of people are doing that anyway. So yeah, I actually, I saw someone even post this uh, today. It was a graphic designer and Ooh. I, you know, you always think like, okay, maybe it should be just known without having to say it that we're all going on a break, but she literally posted out of office and she said like, I'm out uh-huh. of office for the next two weeks. Um, I'll be checking my email, but I'm taking this time to spend time with family, friends, yeah. and just like recharge from this entire year of working nonstop. And I think that that's so necessary. Like yeah. if we were to all just sort of do either a social media cleanse for two weeks or out of office sort of deal where we're not working and we make it known to other people that <laughs> we are doing something to rest yeah. and recover. I think that's really important. And I just didn't expect anyone to post something like that because it's I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, exactly. Like you would think it's an obvious thing, but everybody's different. And some people, you know, if they don't have holiday things that they're doing, they might just like be leaning into work regardless. And so I thought that it was really cool to just put something out telling people, you know, I'm going to prioritize my mental health, emotional health for the next two weeks, (laughs) enjoy the holidays, and I'm going to come back stronger after this little break. For sure. (sighs) 
just think about the fact that <laughs> like when you're a full-time adult, especially like you're not going to have like these month long holiday breaks. College is honestly such a luxury in that you literally have like a good month or so to relax in high school, two weeks when you're like a full-time working adult, probably like one week or something. So cherish this time that you have, because even if you're bored and you want to be hanging out with your friends all the time, like think about the fact that when you're an adult, your family members are going to be the ones that are closest to you. Like they're the ones that are going to be there through thick and thin, the ones that you're going to be visiting year in and year out. Take some time to really connect with people that sometimes you may take for granted yeah. because a lot of people in 2020 have realized how important family can be, especially mm -hmm. like older family members who are more like at risk with COVID. I think it's so important to cherish those moments and learn from them because they've lived life, life experiences and they have like mounds and mounds of wisdom to share as well. Mm -hmm. So it's a good time to kind of take that in. Yeah, for sure. And I was also going to say like the few days after Christmas are always a little bit wonky because <laughs> you have spent a whole month leading up to Christmas. If I'm being realistic, the past two months, like before Christmas are leading up to Christmas because yeah. there's Halloween. And then the day after a lot of people get into the Christmas mode already, uh -huh. even though there's still Thanksgiving left <laughs> and it's just this big buildup. And so it is. I, I think that the few days after Christmas are again, like just a little bit weird. You don't really know what to do with yourself. Your Christmas decorations are still up, but Christmas uh -huh. is kind of over. Um, and you have new years to look forward to, but they're just these random few days. And so I think during those few days are the best possible time to sit down and like you said reflect mm. kind of journal a little bit about the year I mean at that time there's not a ton of responsibilities pending simply because it's that weird part between Christmas and New Year's yeah um, and so taking that time to you know relax read reflect journal and start planning out what you want your 2021 to look like yeah without and, without placing so much stress on yourself exactly like I'm gonna be honest I don't really do New Year's resolutions and I stopped doing those lists a long time ago <laughs> simply because I feel like with a lot of resolutions and everybody does this like we know this gym memberships go up uh, in the month of January. <laughs> People start committing to super healthy lifestyles. And not to say that yeah. New Year's resolutions can't Juice be powerful cleanses. and lasting. Like, they're obviously really, really great to set goals. But you can also start goals at any time. Like You mm -hmm. can start achieving things today, tomorrow, like whenever you want in the year 2021. It doesn't have to be January, for example. Yeah. But I do like making a sort of list of short-term goals and long-term goals and then tangible steps as to like how yeah. I'm going to do them, how I'm going to get there, um, starting with small things. Oh my god! So it doesn't have to be these, because like, I feel like every single uh -huh. new year, I used to make these huge lists, like this huge list of just things that I wanted to do yeah. that were so unrealistically attainable <laughs> just because like I'm not starting out with the small steps. I'm just like going uh -huh. immediately, like make enough money to go to Rome or <laughs> oh my um, get all A's for the entire, like just it's overwhelming. It's yeah, it is. Overwhelming. And also, oh my gosh, I was listening to this productivity coach the other day and he was talking about how you shouldn't set deadlines because most of the time you get to the <laughs> deadline, you already feel like late and you're basically scrambling to get it done mm -hmm. and it's not your best high quality work. Mm -hmm. It's not showing off your best potential. So instead, like instead of having like a due date, like D-U-E, have like a due date, D-O, like day. So mm, when are you actually going to do it That's and idea. have that be more of the mentality rather than I have to have this finished by then for sure. because then you don't give enough time. You don't think about all the little steps in between yeah. and you don't feel like you've progressed at all if you do like half of the task. Mm -hmm. And so it, kind of deters you from starting at all. So yeah, that's, a, I love that due yeah. day instead of DUE day. I, that's honestly so great. Cause it's really just about action. Like yes. the first time that you do something and the first like step that you make is going to get you closer than not doing it at all or than planning to do it on this one day. Yeah. And I love that. 
seriously, guys, like if you want to be more organized in your life, Google Calendar and Notion, those two are like my go tos. (laughs) They're like the gems of my entire digital planning. So I really recommend those. But once again, don't set goals that are so outlandish that you feel overwhelmed by even the thought of starting on them. Mm -hmm. Set goals that you can start on today. And it's going to be rough. Like I literally did a podcast with Natalie Barbu the other day mm-hmm. and she was talking about how everything she did in her nine years of being an influencer was so rough, like at the beginning. Like it was bad. Like she didn't know what she was doing, et cetera. And that's how it's going to be for every little thing. Like, can you relate with that? Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> it was funny. I keep talking about things that I see on social media, but this is a great <laughs> example. So yeah. there, there was a picture that someone posted of the Simpsons, the very first episode. And oh gosh, like, forgive me. I don't know how many years ago it was. It might've been like <laughs> 10, 15 years. So it was a sketch of just what all the characters used to look like. <laughs> Oh my god! So bad, like they don't look anything like that now, and it was hilarious. And the caption was just "start bad and see mm. where it takes you," or like you know those posts where it's how it started versus how it's going. Oh, I love it! So it's hilarious because it, it is just an ode to how we just need to start instead of worrying about starting something perfectly or starting something when it's the right time or when we feel ready. You yeah. literally just have to start, and it's like with writing too. I mean, mm-hmm. you and I have definitely experienced this. Like sometimes you just need to write bad and horribly just write and Renee Carlino says this too like you just have to start out a really good contemporary romance author y'all should check out her books for sure just instead of worrying about all of the perfect steps or all of the check boxes being met before you go into whatever it is that you're trying to do literally just start even if it's terrible even if you don't feel mentally ready just do it and see where it takes you and you can edit from there. I mean, that's like applies to so many things in and life. Build, build on your skill sets from there. Even a relationship that you feel like is not going the best, like whether it's with a family member or a friend, this is the time to show grace, forgive, forget, move on and start ugly with those apologies because they might mm-hmm. not be perfect. They, start ugly. Yeah. Those conversations <laughs> are not going to be the best, but it's a great way to start amends. And the other thing I bring, want to bring up is health. Like everyone wants to like lose weight and get get healthy, whatever. If there's anything that quarantine has taught us, it's that health is so important when you're constantly working from home, when you're mm. constantly trying to maintain a positive mental headspace as well as product- productive output. So today is the day, honestly, if you're listening, like start putting your health first with the tiniest little things because in quarantine, we saw how just that 30 minute walk outside, it's not even a run, it's a literal walk, <laughs> made you feel so much better about going to bed at night or, you know, choosing the vegetable, like fried Brussels sprouts as a snack instead of like hot Cheetos. Like those <laughs> little choices that you make every single day are good for your lifestyle as a whole at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. Especially, I've seen a lot of people go on walks and this has been a quarantine thing. I mean, it's yeah. the beginning of quarantine. People just want to get out. Just go on a walk, like go on a walk, put on your favorite album, your favorite podcast, go with a friend or your mom and just like breathe for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Walking seriously helps clear your head so much. It really does. And again, like I can't stress, even though, you know, you're talking about physical health and eating right and trying to make the right decisions in that sort of sense. It's also just so important for your mental health to do something good for yourself. It's absolutely life-changing for your creativity and for your energy levels, honestly, just getting off of social media for a little bit. Because I realized that there's a lot of fun in creating social media content and stories and things like that. And it's it's a great way to exercise your creativity and Mm -hmm. just learn more about like how your mind works with like social media marketing and things like that. But I think that it's absolutely necessary to 
just stop scrolling through other people's content and you do this yeah, too. Like you focus don't really, on yourself. You don't really look at your feed as much, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you focus more on what you want to post and how you want to make your profile look and what you can provide to your audience. And I think that that's more of a priority and better for yourself than going through your feed forever. Because I mean, even in the uh, documentary that we watched about social media, the social dilemma, there we go. Social dilemma. Yeah, like, one of my favorite movies of the whole year. It's so good. So it talks about how you have this infinite scrolling thing on Instagram. <laughs> and I mean, even with, I just downloaded TikTok. You know, I see why a lot of people like it because it's really funny. It's another great source of escapism. There's a lot of cool videos on there that yeah. show you like cooking hacks and Tips different and yeah, different things that you could do on like Procreate and things like that. Awesome, awesome stuff. But at the same time, if you can't put a limit on how long you're scrolling, <laughs> it just gets to a point where you feel like a vegetable just scrolling through your phone. Oh my and it's never ending. Like yeah. TikTok, it's too much content to consume all at once. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to put a, a time lock on my phone so that Do way it. I don't scroll on it forever because it's literally going to take up so much of my day. Guys, <laughs> like I hate it. I literally have a 15 minute time block on Instagram. Like after oh 15 gosh. minutes, like I can't be on it anymore. But of course, like there are a lot of times where I just ignore the limit, Mm -hmm. but then you can set it for like, remind me after five minutes, whatever. And it really helps me keep me in check. And the thing is, it's so funny. Like we literally say over the break, oh, we don't have time to like do this, do that. Mm -hmm. The important things, whether it's meeting up with friends, catching up with family, even like vamping up your LinkedIn. But then we spend hours on Instagram. We spend hours watching YouTube videos, like things that are kind of mindless to us Mm -hmm. but we waste time doing it when we make excuses for how we don't have time for other things yeah so i always do that (laughs) i would really say like this holiday break prioritize the things that are important to you and make the time to do those things because you actually have time for ones like that is like the biggest commodity and most valuable one that you have during these next few weeks so use it wisely and pretend that by giving up you know an hour to watch a show that may, maybe isn't like super beneficial to your mental health <laughs> or whatever, like that's going to be taken away from quality time that you could have friends, family, and yourself. Yeah. Overall, it's all about balance because we, yeah. I mean, we say that, okay, yeah, these things are necessary for, you know, escaping the real world and just having a little bit of time to de- like unplug and, and unwind. Um, so it's really about balance. Yeah. Scheduling out, I would say, honestly, scheduling out your whole day to make sure that it's a relaxing, productive vibe. And obviously with the holidays that you're making time for like the festive things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And then at night, that's when you can kind of just like chill finally. Decompress. And even with like a lot of uh, people that do freelance work for a living, they mm-hmm. have their schedule set to where it's like nine to five. That's when I'm going to be doing my work morning and afternoon. I'll take like a lunch break. Maybe I'll take mm-hmm. 20 minute breaks in between different tasks. But overall, like I'm checking out at five or six o'clock PM. And then from then on, like the day is yours or the evening is yours to really do whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Go to dinner with friends or spend time with your family, play a board game, watch your shows. That's when you can really do whatever it is that you need to do to unwind. Yeah, for sure. And also like understand that you everyone has different ways that they decompress. Like just because like your, you know, best friend like loves say like listening to podcasts or loves like going on runs and working out that doesn't have to be your cup of tea for you. It could be reading. It could be listening to music. It could be literally just like laying out in the sun and just people watching. Like that is like a hobby in in and of itself. Just guys like maintain your balance, give yourself the grace to do the things that you need to do in order to Mm -hmm. recharge and recover emotionally and mentally. Then also kind of balance that out with doing productive things. But 
I think doing them in a way where it's a relaxing setting is also really, really important. Especially yeah. now that like you probably don't have a lot of deadlines that you're racing to meet. Uh-huh. It's really all about you setting your own schedule. And mm-hmm. so I feel like with that, you can allow yourself more time to do those things. And oh my gosh, so with good. that, um, we should Last talk about segment. endearing awkwardness. Ah, this is side of her. This. this is like a fan favorite. Like anyone that t- talks to me about this podcast, like says that this is like their favorite segment. Oh and God. I totally understand why, because we all have fails. We, we talked about drink fails in episode three. Mm-hmm. Please go check it out. It's hilarious. And this is going to be another flashback into Emma's little, prepubescent like middle school years and then for me it's something that happened more recently which is even more embarrassing so take it away all right so let me just preface this by saying that i have way too many embarrassing stories to count i have a list of notes on my phone with all of the embarrassing stories because (laughs) i one day just want to put them all in a book i mean i don't know if anyone would buy it but it's just funny because there's way too many things that happen and it's annoying but gosh like honestly I have had so many crushes in my life it's actually That's so funny it's actually insane um I don't to know what the boys have loved before it's truly because I spent my childhood watching all these rom-coms and they set up my expectations oh god for what a love story should be and I thought that I was gonna meet the love of my life in middle school I thought that was the purpose of life was <laughs> to find a boyfriend which is like funny love. it's funny Settle um, down <laughs> at 12. At 12, uh, when I literally knew nothing. So anyway, in middle school, I was obviously awkward like most of us were. You know, you're just like trying to figure out who you are. You're super young. You don't really know much. Your love story ideal is the Twilight series, basically. Oh my so gosh, that's I was obsessed with like Bella and Edward, like their vibe, whatever. <laughs> anyway, there was this guy that I really, really liked. He was in the... So do you remember those elite socks that guys used to wear? Oh yeah, it was okay. a trend. It was a thing. He 90s was super babies tall. Know. He wore elite socks. He played basketball. He looked like 22 years old when we were in seventh grade. I was so Whoa. confused. Um, but I had a huge crush on him. And so I remember he was kind of like, you know how boys are when we're little, like they act like they don't like you or they're kind of mean to you or they, they tease you a little bit, but then secretly <laughs> they're, they're like, like super in love oh, with you. And like, do they, like, does it like me? I know. We're like staring at you from like the opposite Pinching side of the hallway. You. It was so, okay. Shoot. That's like a lot. Oh my gosh. No, <laughs> this, this guy just, I really, really liked him. We kind of had this thing going back and forth where like anytime I would see him, I would get like butterflies, but I would have to act like I didn't care. And like, he would stare at me. And so I thought that meant that he was secretly in love with me. Yeah. You know how the story goes. One day, um, I was talking to my friend's mom who worked at the school. And she was actually his teacher. I wasn't in her class. But he was in one of her science classes. And so I was talking to her. And I was like, you know, like I have a crush on this guy. We're just going to call him. Hush, hush. We're going to call him Houston. I was telling her about how I really like Houston. And uh, she was like, (laughs) oh, my God. Like, so you're not going to believe this. But he told me that he likes you, too. (gasps) And he wants to, like, ask you better. Oh, my God. Miss Cupid. Yeah. I'm. But. At the same time, we're so young and I don't know, I still don't know to this day if she was just like telling you that to tell me or if uh-huh. she was the truth, but she said that he liked me. And so I was like, no way. Like, oh my gosh. I remember we went to the movies that same night. Her mom had taken us and uh-huh. we drove by his house. It was so funny. But through that, I basically just gathered up the courage to eventually tell him my feelings. And Aww. this was through like barely any real conversations with the guy. Like 30 we, seconds of courage. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it was the middle of the school day. 
he was in her class and I was like, I'm going to go to her class, like pretend I'm an office aide, get him out of class and tell him that I have a crush on him. <gasps> Super crazy. And wow. so whatever, I asked, schemer. I asked my teacher to go to the bathroom and then I go to his class because I know that that's the period that he has my friend's mom. And I knock on the door and I expect it to be her, but it's not. It's a substitute teacher. <laughs> and so I'm like, holy freaking crap, like how am I gonna get him to like be able to get out of class like Adela? And this is like in the middle of school day. I don't know why I wasn't like focusing in class trying to freaking tell this guy. I about. know. Um, okay, but I could relate because when you're in middle school and you have a crush, like that's literally all that you would think about. Of course. Like, like listen to super traumatic love songs and like think about y'all like living together yeah, happily ever after. Oh my gosh. My song with that whole time period was Stay by Rihanna. I don't know why. Um, but like Love it's that. super emotional. So anyway, I knock on the door. Substitute comes to the door. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to say because I was counting on my friend's mom to be there so I could just tell her easily like, hey, I just want to talk to him really quick. Yeah. But it was Substitute. She was older lady and I was like, oh, like I'm from the office. They didn't have any notes. They didn't have any paper. <laughs> like, but I need blank. I need him to come outside I need right now. I need Houston to come outside right now because they need him for something. And so yeah. she's like, um, okay. Like, I mean, you don't have a note, but I believe you. So sure. Whatever. <laughs> so she sends him outside and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like, this is the moment that's going to happen. And like, we're going to, oh, it was so scary. And there was no one in the Cinderella hallway. Story. Like, I really thought something was going to come out of this. And so he comes outside. He's like way tall. He's like a foot and a half taller than me. Aww. And he's looking down at me. He's like, hey, like, what's up? And I was like, I'm oh, at 4'11", by the way. I'm 4'11". I'm just like, um, at that time, it was shorter. I'm like, um, oh, actually, like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm so sorry. Like, actually, I totally forgot what I was about to tell you. Like, you can go back inside. And I got so scared. And I literally just, like, remember crying, like, running to the bathroom, running away. And it never amounted to anything. I mean, he ended up, like, moving away to a different state. Oh, my god! But it was so funny because in that moment, I truly thought, like, that was going to be my Twilight movie moment where we, like, and I don't know why, like, kissing at school, ew. Like, truly <laughs> disgusting. Um, but it was fun. It was a it was a funny story. And I don't know. I sometimes wish that I could talk to him about it and be like, hey, do you remember that one time? Because it was so... <laughs> that I confess my love for but you. It was, it was really an endearingly awkward moment because Aww. when you're young, like, you think that it's going to be this, like, huge thing and you build up those moments and it's actually just, like, not the deal. But <laughs> anyway, so that was really funny. Love that. Oh, that's so funny. I literally wrote love in middle school because I was yeah. obsessed with love and the idea of it, of Even course. Even though you barely know the guy, like, yeah. you just, like, see him and think he's cute. Never been in a serious relationship until 21, so crazy stuff. But <laughs> okay, guys, so my endearingly awkward story. So I was at a tour in Prague, Czech Republic, the little like folklore town that I was mentioning earlier in this episode. <laughs> and I was on a tour with my best friend, Kristen. Hey, what's up? You know, we were like the Americans on the tour. Mm -hmm. And there are other Americans. I think they were from Atlanta or something. And then there were like Germans on the tour and there were like French people and Italians. And it was just beautiful Prague tour and I'm obviously like very very excited to talk to this tour guide because I'm like oh my god he's a local Prague like guy like he's so cool like has a mini bun and whatever <laughs> and so I'm like hi like you know hi my name is Tassam like I'm trying to be super friendly and then he's like hello like and he has this really good like American accent mm -hmm. so I'm like wow like your American accent is so good like you're so good at English whatever <laughs> yeah and so he was like oh thank you so much like I spent a lot of time like training and working on this and I was like no way like that's so cool and he was like yeah I spent like 12 years like working on this 
like actually no not even 12 like 24 like my like he was like making a joke out of it he was like 12 times 2 24 like my whole life and I was like no way and my my friend Kristen of course she's like laughing at me she's like bro don't you understand what he's saying and I'm like no and he's like yeah I'm American dude why why would someone like why would someone be trying to have an American accent in a different country I thought he had just been working on his accent for a long time or whatever I feel so dumb just like blaring this out into the universe but yeah no basically he was like he was like yeah i'm american i actually grew up in georgia oh my god i'm like wait wow he was like he was like yeah actually i'm not even a tour guide i'm actually just like a traveler no but he wasn't a tourist he's been living in prague for a couple years and he got his certification to be a tour guide and so it's super cool because he's super educated in history of the Czech Republic and super amazing at what he does but I just assumed that he was from there like a local because you know that's usually what tour guides are and so it was super hilarious oh my gosh and then we had like a super funny German tour guide the same day and he would make all these funny remarks he was like okay guys like my English education is 20% books and 80% high with your mother (laughs) and then he would be like yeah the Czech Republic like we lose at everything except for beer we win at beer like we're like the (laughs) beer drinkers of the world and then he would talk about paintings and he'd be like yeah guys I want to paint someday because I want to paint French girls like Jack did in Titanic oh my god yeah he was just hilarious but anyway guys merry christmas eve it is that is the day that this is uploading we're so so excited for you guys to enjoy this new audio thank you so much for just like sticking around we know. know that it's been a little bit a little bit of time since a our last episode hiatus. but we are rested and we're excited to continue with this podcast guys thank you for just like supporting us on social media too yeah. i've actually heard from a lot of people like yeah let's go podcast. i'm like no way i didn't oh. even know you knew about it <laughs> so thanks for supporting us and we hope that you guys have an amazing holiday season with your families and try to make the best of it guys yeah we'll be here um if you need anything ask us questions guys dm please. us whatever yeah please dm us on app before we make it on instagram that is our main social media platform but of course this podcast is going to be live on a podcast spotify all the podcast platforms share it with your friends leave us a review that would literally be a christmas miracle Mm -hmm. like leave us a (laughs) five-star review and say something nice about whatever we have done for you hopefully in the past four episodes so we love y'all so much happy holidays everyone and we'll talk to y'all later bye bye guys